0: This is the Grouse House Podcast. Hey, happy Monday, folks. I hope you enjoyed the break from the men's as we enjoyed the first weekend of AFLW for 2023. By golly, the footy finals fever begins. You can tell because my voice is low. Oh, yeah, we're barring up for footy. Bounce that pill. Bounce that pill, that's what we say on The Footy with Broden Kelly. Hello and welcome to The Footy with Broden Kelly. This is the official beginning of the AFL Toyota Premiership NAB, uh, NAB, uh, Satanic Bank Final Series. Mm. From us, brought to you by the great people at Nippies and Quizmeisters. Quiz, quizzes but good. Mm. You know what I mean? Hi Tom.
1: How are you doing mate? I
0: I miss... the footy I mean we watched The women's all weekend And that was fantastic mm. I had a great time I, What we should have said On uh, And as we sit here I haven't got it Sorted yet But we need to We should just start a tipping We haven't It'll keep us right. It'll make sure we're engaged I've I, done I my, my side tips. of the
1: bargain And I've done my AFLW fantasy league yes. For all the fans
0: So what you'll see Is on Friday Just before the game In the afternoon I did a post saying Come join The tipping <laughs> And I also Did Change the link on Linktree. So if you're behind bad luck, stiff cheddar, get engaged with the AFL game. Get emotionally invested. That's our goal for everyone watching this season in the AFL to get invested. But we have four more weeks of the men's still to talk through. And I am essentially I'm barring up, Tom, Mm. um, about that. The footy starts this Thursday night. So how many sleeps is that? Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night? Three sleeps. Yeah, with well, three sleeps till the footy.
1: Yeah, so I think um, I think we should address the elephant in the room, Brian.
0: Um I don't see an elephant. Are you talking about like a Flintstones situation where that where the Flint the elephant is a shower?
1: No, no, none, none of those things. I'm talking about the fact that we have a show on Sunday night at Hamer Hall, and then we have no, a we show don't. on Monday night at Brisbane. So we're not doing like a wrap up as we normally would. Normally we'd come in on Monday and. And do a wrap up of the AFLW weekend or talk about the games. Yes. We're actually just gonna review the whole AFL M season.
0: Yes, this is an AFLM episode.
1: Yes. But we're recording this pre the weekend. I think that's fair to say, don't you think?
0: Pre pre the week. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's in pre the finals.
1: Yeah, pre the finals, but that pre the um but yes, it's Friday.
0: What's your biggest fear? Of what? What our what our audience thinks here? They're they like, go,
1: oh, they're not going to discuss the weekend of AFLW that just happened. Why aren't they discussing we, AFLW? In, all
0: right, yeah. You and know what I mean. What's your fear from that? What's your fear from that? That they that think that killed? that's going
1: to be how it's ongoing.
0: No, we'll talk. We'll talk AFLW. Yeah, uh, heaps. But this episode, because we're in the the men's break, the long mm. weekend, which I hated. I sat there <laughs> all weekend, just. Just waiting for the finals. Mm. Um, but I do prefer this to the year that the D's played the grand final and they decided to put the bye before the grand final. Oh, right. Was the worst thing that's ever happened to me.
1: That, was that because the Doggies had to get into Perth and they had to quarantine and stuff?
0: No, they planned it earlier. They were just like, that was all that kind of stuff. It was going to allow people to get over yeah. to be able to do the quarantine like media and AFL Gary staff Lyon. and extra coaching staff. They were like, we're we going to trial it. We were trialing everything. We we're doing night games, mm. blah, 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 blah. It killed me, man. For two weeks, I was walking around. I was in Queensland, <laughs> just walking around, just like, when will this game start? And it felt like an absolute eternity from that Geelong game to the grand final. It was hell. I, mm. I wouldn't wish it on anyone. So it is better here, but holy hell. The bye, um, it makes sense. But apparently Nick Dacos is not going to get up, I'm hearing.
1: Oh, really? Because I, I <laughs> the conspiracy theorists and me thought that they would um move the game to, like, Sunday if it allowed for Nick Dacos to get yeah, up. Yeah, no. So when they announced no. on Thursday, I was like, oh, interesting.
0: They did, like, a presser the other day that was like... Um, yeah no nah, he's looking good feeling good feeling good Darcy was like I am playing yeah and he's like I'm feeling good and then they I think his dad Peter Dacos, did did some press location thing for tab oh
1: right and they
0: was just like he's like I don't reckon he'll play <laughs> I, reckon, I reckon I reckon they're just getting his energy up so that he feels good but he's not going to play
1: right <laughs> like, I mean that so, could yeah. be completely true also I wouldn't be surprised if they're just like
0: Funny, yeah, playing Funny Bugger. Yeah, playing
1: Funny Bugger. It's like, why not? I mean, Geelong's famous for it now, like, refusing to give, you know, injury updates and stuff. Like, uh uh-huh. I think it could be a thing.
0: Are we going to put it... We'll put out a show this Thursday as well, won't we?
1: Yes. Yeah, so, this Thursday, we're going to record it on Wednesday in Sydney. Or well, we could yes. do Thursday in Sydney and I could release... No, nah, we'll do it Wednesday in Sydney.
0: I, I'm jumping the gun and I'm doing Thursday's talk when I should be doing today's. Yeah, talk.
1: That, that's what I was trying to address with yes. the elephant whole thing. I was trying to say, you Can, know, we're just... Yeah, you know we don't need to. talk Oh, that's too much what about you
0: meant because an elephant died at Melbourne Zoo recently. Had a horrible elephant disease. I'm so sorry, bro. Um, his name is Look Look Chai. His name. That's was. actually awful. Uh, they're
1: very rare and special, aren't they?
0: Yes, they've just had three three babies at Melbourne Zoo, and they're uh, beautiful. But actually, it's not a zoo anymore. It's uh, something else. It's not called a zoo. Mm. And um, and uh, he had some elephant disease that you just can't stop. It's a bummer. Anyway. There's a, I thought that was the elephant you're talking about because at no. the moment, the elephant in the room at Melbourne, at the, at the zoo, is mm. that the elephant died, which is the elephant in the room. Or it's the elephant not in the room.
1: Yeah, right. No, so the elephant I was talking about was the fact that we don't need to preview the finals because we're going to do that. But at the same time, this is coming out on Monday, so people are going to be like, what are they going to talk about? Are they going to talk about the Weekend of W that's just come out? No. No, we're going to review the whole season because it's Friday.
0: Tom? Put in some like old, you know, Hollywood, like da 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 music, mm-hmm. like happy, you know, strings, because we're going to talk about a bit of echo. It's the 2023 regular season year that was. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a look back at the year, all the predictions and all the things that came to be, and then we'll rate it. Like okay. a Barstool Sports. We'll give it a, like a, like when David Portnoy reviews a pizza slice. We'll yeah, like, I love that. Eight We'll be doing that. All
1: right. Um, so we've got a whole bunch of stuff we want to talk about. Should we just start with the latter? Uh,
0: yes. Are you talking about what we thought it would be or what it turned out to be? Yeah,
1: I think we should go through. We did this in round six as well just to see how badly we started off the season. Yes. So I think what we did last time was we just said Adelaide. Where did they finish and where did we think they finished? And we went through alphabetically. Does that sound fun?
0: Yes, it does. It sounds like the best fun. And can I just say, I'm still doing this from home to be overly precautious from my COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And the way we're doing this, there's no delay. Um, the quality is really nice. You uh, you look fantastic. Thank you. And I'm like, I could move to the country. <laughs> That's what I'm sitting here thinking. Yeah,
1: well, this is, is how you know, like our friends at the at the Will Anderson and Charlie Clausen do it. Two guys, they? one cup. Yeah.
0: yeah, they do all their toe fop living in the northern. But the thing is, they apparently he built this whole studio at his house in the Northern Rivers, mm. and was like, great, now I can have it here. But then their producer was like, it's actually. I'd really appreciate it if you just did it from your homes because it's easier for me to do it through <laughs> this program as opposed to have to, you know, do all the other stuff. Yeah, right. But this is fine.
1: Yeah, you say that and I agree with you. This is great. But also we're like five kilometers from each other. And remember all the depths of hell we went through when we did the Josh Garlop episode. Yes,
0: yes, yes, yes. That's true. The the, the internet delay. But also like I, I did, Auntie Donna did every podcast during COVID just on the over this mm. like this. Like I saw Mark and Zach every day for like three years and we never really saw each other that much and just sitting in a little chair. But if you're doing this once a week and then, you know, going to the gym and going out and still going to the footy, you know, this is nice. You know what I mean? There's a pain in the ass dog looking at me to go for a walk. But apart from that, it's beautiful. Yeah,
1: he's like, why are you talking in an upbeat upbeat manner? Are you taking me for a walk?
0: He's on. He's on. (laughs) Why, Why is Broden
1: on? on? Why is owner on?
0: <laughs> yes, owner. Oh, no. What? What, uh, what were you talking about before I tangent? Right.
1: So I told you how we're going to do this, and we're just going to do an alphabetical order. So Adelaide, they finished tenth. The Crows. They finished tenth. Broden, you had them in twelfth. I had them in sixteenth.
0: So where did they land?
1: Twelfth. Uh, ah, tenth.
0: So I win. Yeah. So you the whole thing. Yes. So you were
1: off. So it's interesting. So I hadn't realised how lowly I rated them. Sixteenth is brutal. Like.
0: Yeah, you were hard on them.
1: I think they. Re- well, yeah. For, we've no evidence. I just think I thought they were really young, and their older players were, you know, ready to retire. But they really in, had in a bad season.
0: At that point in time, Rochelle was but a metaphorical sperm for you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, totally. Like you didn't even, you didn't know he existed. He was a metaphorical sperm in your balls. Totally. And I thought and
1: Isaac Rankin would have no impact.
0: He was a glint in your eye. Mm. But what they proved is that they've got a bit of fight.
1: Mm-hmm. They have
0: the second best goal kicker in the league
1: mm-hmm.
0: who is now 80. Yep. And it's uh, very exciting. So how do we, what, what, do we give them a rating?
1: No, what I thought could be fun is because this is something else I wanted to do was now predict the best and fairest as well.
0: Yeah. So I thought that could be part of
1: this segment because we're talking about Adelaide. So we we say where we got them, we talk a little bit about their club, a little bit about their future, and then we give a best and fairest prediction.
0: Well, my prediction is Jordan Dawson.
1: My prediction is also Jordan Dawson.
0: Now, he was from Sydney, Tom. Yeah. What do you think about that?
1: I think Sydney worked really hard to keep your Isaac Heaney's, to keep... A lot of players, and they didn't work hard enough to keep Jordan Dawson, who's now one of the best players in the competition.
0: All right. yeah, He will get the best in Ferris, I think, because who's a risk of taking it him? I think Tex
1: is a huge risk because you know how these clubs are. They, yeah. they really value their, you know, the goal kickers and the defenders. It's not like the Brownlow, you know. It's not a midfielder's award 100%. at most of these BNFs.
0: They next year will um, Wait till you see my ladder prediction in March of next year I think I've got them coming up But there's a few like them who should be coming up All right, It would be interesting
1: talk. if we, I haven't, we don't have time to do this But it would be interesting to do a next year's ladder predictor now And then do, do a next year's <laughs> ladder predictor in March And see yeah, how much that's we, true because
0: we shift If you did it now you're like Essendon will finish last But by March, by the time March comes You'll be like hey I'm feeling good about him. Yeah, All exactly of a sudden All right. uh, Brisbane
1: Lions Yep. So you had him in 5th I had them in second, and they finished in second. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Bit of luck. You so why, feel- why did you feel like they were going to drop down a little bit to fifth?
0: I thought they were flaky. Mm. Which
1: and
0: they are. They are. And I feel like I feel exactly the same way about them yeah. as I did... At the start of the year, when we started this podcast, to be honest, we were taking this very, very, very seriously. I still had passion and love in my heart. Now I'm just sincerely speaking to you and not trying to put on a show. Yeah. I thought they were going to get shitter and they didn't get shitter. That's fundamental thing is still there that they're 10% off being like a legit flag winning team. I feel the exact same way Yeah. sitting here.
1: It's funny you talk about that because do you remember the very first episode you came in with a, a wonderful monologue that you can yes I was I like, try and find that. I was like... Oh, so this is Brown's going to do this every week Like, this is interesting This is cool Brown's going to prepare a big <laughs> Opening no. speech for fun is, Oh, cool <laughs> do, you, do
0: you know why I did that? It's because the first episode of Waitley, He did that Oh, right, I was like, yeah. Well, This is our Waitley.
1: That's how he starts like um, Monday mornings as well, doesn't he? Or every episode He has a little Yeah Little thing
0: I like he that He does a little, little He likes writing Not me Hate it mm. Um. Okay, so you won that. You've, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, three spots off for me. Yeah. What's the next one? Uh,
1: well, let's give our best and fairest. I think Fuck. Dunkley yeah. probably deserves it, but maybe Lockie Neal will get it. Okay. You know who's a smoky as well is Harris Andrews.
0: Has Lockie Neal had a bad year?
1: N- uh, comparatively, but no. No. In no ways has he, but he didn't have... Like statistically as good of a year as last year, I would say.
0: How many goals did... Who was their highest goal kicker this Charlie year? Charlie
1: Cameron would have been, surely. I don't think yeah, well, um, old mate Danaher would have kicked more than Charlie.
0: So Kerno kicked 78. T- Taylor Walker kicked 76. But Charlie Cameron, 53 goals in a year, and he is Brisbane's best. Um, oh, is there an argument for Charlie? No, Charlie Cameron won't get it. But, oh,
1: um, only two more goals than Danaher, actually. No, I, I'm, I'm changing my mind as we talk. I think Harris Andrews has it. Why? Because he's all Australian full back, you know, like, yeah. again, we really value those. I think the best and fairest people make a point of not <laughs> voting too much for the midfielders, you know? Is
0: it, it's voted by coaches as well, isn't it?
1: I don't know. Actually, now that you mention it, I have no fucking idea how it works.
0: They do. I know that, like, at BNFs, they do a count like the Brownlow and they just sort of go through and, and, and share out all the awards and they do it by account. So it could very well be Harris Andrews. But let, I'll, I'll go Harris Andrews too.
1: Yeah, great. All right, next we have Carlton Brennan. Yes. So we both Ooh, thought. Where did I have him? We both thought they would finish seventh, and they finished. fifth. Oh, they <laughs> so pretty good, pretty on Yeah,
0: yeah. There was a part. There was a period there where they were like, "We we genuinely fumbled the bag, and they wouldn't play in the finals again." And now they're they've transcended a little bit. They're a pretty. I reckon seven was like par. It's where people thought they would be generally across the board. Mm-hmm. And they've just done just above par, which feels right for me with Carl. Just above
1: par. Yeah, 100%. It felt like they will make Below par. the finals, but they won't make an impact. Whereas now it's like, God, who knows? <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. So, okay. I feel I feel comfortable with that prediction. There's some I'm going to have absolutely fumbled. And then do we talk BNF?
1: Yeah, I, I think there's no way it can't be Charlie Kerno. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think I mean he he has been very very good and he has won games off his own back. Mm. He looks like a proper, not just like a. Hopefully, he can turn into something. He is the best full forward in the league now.
1: Yes, undoubtedly, two years in a row that he's kicked like giant, ginormous bags. I'm I'm all is, about it.
0: Is there an argument for Ed Kurno winning it because of some sort of, um, you know, uh, error in the office, like a bureaucratic <laughs> stuff up, or like a. Like, is there any chance that I'm just putting the question? I would
1: say they're gonna give him some form of award, like, you know, most courageous or something. That's what I reckon.
0: Ed Kerno was available to the D's at pick that we did not take him. Mm -hmm. He was there was two key forwards, and we picked Sam Wiedemann, which I do not regret, Mm -hmm. but we could have had we could have had Kerno. And a few other clubs could have had Kerno too, but he wanted to go play with his brother. So Ed Kerno should get an award for making his good brother come and play for them. One hundred percent. (laughs) <laughs> All right. That's a good one. Okay.
1: Collingwood, Freden, I had him in at ninth. Ninth. <laughs> I remember that. I had him in sixth and they finished first. Yes. So we're both quite wrong, actually. We both thought that there's no way they can continue to do this.
0: Yeah, and they've stopped doing it. So I was right. <laughs> but I was just right later. They have stopped doing it. They there was I felt it coming. I felt that you know you like it's have you seen Moneyball, Tom? The yeah. best film ever I love made. Moneyball. Moneyball. He's predicting this thing is going to happen. It's coming, it's coming. And as it's and, and it's and it comes later than he projected. And him and Jonah Hill are sitting there and they you know sat, they're messaging their surfer girlfriend being an asshole to so their surfer girlfriend and then it's not coming and they're getting hammered they're getting hammered because their projections aren't falling and they're like it's coming it's coming it's coming that's how I feel about collingwood this 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 model of coming back and winning from behind this just free flowing positive energy is great when it's on but if it starts to fumble or if things if if any little cogs fall apart it can fall apart if the season kept going who knows where they'd where they'd land mm.
1: No, it's 100% um, unsustainable. Like there's no doubt you can always just come from behind. That that's a fallacy, isn't it, Broden?
0: Yes. So what my my fault and I'm happy to wear this <laughs> is that I thought it would come to it would come sooner. Yeah. And it did not come sooner. They've put on a very good 15-16 games this year. 100%. Uh, how many did they win in the end?
1: That is a great question, Broden. Shall I look on the ladder?
0: Because I remember talking to Brody Myercheck on this podcast, mm. the Footy with Broden Kelly, and they were, we were like, if you keep winning, you're going to win twenty games or something like that. And the vibe in the room was like, yeah, they very well could win.
1: Yeah, they actually won eighteen games. anymore, five. So they won. Did they lose three of their last four? Is that right?
0: They won. Uh, they won. They won two of their last five.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. So since we talked to Brody, they basically lost three. <laughs> they won
0: two since we talked to Brody yeah. um, And I'm not blaming Brody Brody's an absolute star
1: Absolute superstar
0: uh, And uh, But yes, no, there was a period there Where we thought they were going to win 21 games Yeah. Um, and But no, hey They could turn around this week and pump me And I will cop it I will cop all the death threats
1: <laughs>
0: Go on your pies uh, BNF, it would probably be Dacos Despite the fact that he didn't play The last four games of the season mm. I think he's probably got it safe There's no one taking it off him really Apart from maybe Dagoe
1: yeah, I, I heard maybe that um, Darcy Moore might do it. Um, I don't know. Like,
0: Could it be Josh Fraser?
1: Who's Josh Fraser, Brent?
0: You haven't seen Josh Fraser, the Ruckman?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, number one draft pick, Josh Fraser.
1: No, I don't think I know Josh Fraser.
0: Oh, yeah. I think he's in the side. Look him up.
1: Um, <laughs> place for calling. This would be some joke. He's probably from 65 or something.
0: No, you just go look it up later. All right. uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh you should be up. You should be ashamed. He played for he played for the Gold Coast actually. Josh Fraser, number one draft pick. Josh Fraser, picked by Collingwood in about the year two thousand. He played for you guys at the back end of his career. Really, he was always pretty much pretty unfulfilled talent. If we're being honest, yeah, right. But, uh, okay, he seemed like a cool dude. Um, they could bloody use him now. They were good ruckman.
1: Hundred percent. So next is Essendon. Um, you had yeah. them in thirteenth. I had them in twelfth, and they finished eleventh. So. Ah, I think we were pretty bang on about this though. To so
0: far your ladder is kicking my ladder's bottom,
1: yes, but purely for luck, though. I think at this point, there's some brutal it's ones all luck as we, as it's, we go further it's,
0: down. It's educated luck, yes, educated it's educated luck. luck. I've got Gold Coast in the finals, I remember, which I'm worried about, yeah, but we'll get there when we get there. Who are we talking about again, Essendon. Essendon? Okay, so I had them, yeah, we both had them down there, we weren't that far off. Best in Ferris is probably Merritt or Zach Bailey. Yep. Um, that's a joke if you're a first-time listener. <laughs> that, uh, but did you see Darcy Parrish re-signed?
1: Did he actually? Oh, yeah, I did see that, actually. I think that's good um, for them. They desperately need it. I had Loves Zach Payne, Bennett too. I think he's the only person who stood yep. up for their whole team.
0: One horse race? Yeah.
1: They actually that won guy, four more games than la- than last year, actually, which is crazy.
0: I could build an argument for Cole Langford.
1: Oh, yeah, actually. Yeah, I didn't even think about Langford to be honest.
0: Um, yeah, he, I could build an argument for them, but uh, you're probably going to have to go with Zach Merritt. He's the one who led. That's true. They did win four. There's parts of this year where, we're like, Essendon are going to play finals. They're the best team ever. Mm. But you talk about your low versus your ceiling, your lowest point versus your ceiling. Yeah. They have the lowest dropout of any other team in the league. Oh, 100%. They, they, <laughs> that was the end of the year. But they've ex- they've explained why, but yeah. that was the most horrible end to the year. They should come out breathing fire next year and be like, we've got shit to prove, 100%. which might even just get them into the eight next year.
1: No, I but think th- they were in fifth with six rounds to go or something, and then they ended up getting pumped by GWS by 120 points. Do you know what I've
0: not talked about at all with Essendon, right? Mm. is this guy. Do you know Adrian Dodoro? Adrian oh, yeah, he should be fired, yeah. <laughs> it's like the whole team's been sacked, like the... Football operations Josh Marnie's been sacked The whole team behind Has been changed up For the most part And this one guy Who Famously for 20 years Has been an asshole And played hardball With every team Like really Hard down to the line Asking for too much Making it really Really hard for teams To deal with them Has built The worst list In the (laughs) AFL As you say And And like Has just Has still got his job So what's going on there Like how, How has that happened
1: Yeah I have no idea Anyway, good fun. Yeah. All, All right. right. Next team. Fremantle. So you had him in sixth. I had him yeah, in nine. Yeah. They finished 14th,
0: <laughs> which is great news for the D's. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I would say they underperformed. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they underperformed. Really? That as we sit here, their B and F should almost be Luke Jackson, which is a shame because he started playing good in the last third of the year. Yes. Maybe Jai Amos. I maybe have- Maybe missed.
1: Luke Ryan as my best and fairest. Um, just- Who p- is leaving. Is he actually?
0: He has requested a trade back to Melbourne. No bullshit.
1: Oh my God. Cause I, I I'm guilty. You know, I don't follow Freya that closely, but I had Luke Ryan in Supercoach and he was like phenomenal. And so I assume he's a phenomenal player, but what's the rumors? He just wants to come home or, or do we know where he wants to play?
0: Is he the speedy mid? No, I've said the wrong one. Oh, okay. is there another one? Liam Ryan?
1: Liam Ryan is uh, plays for West Coast, I think.
0: No, 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 Liam Henry.
1: Liam Henry, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone listening. Luke Ryan, Liam Henry, Liam. Wait, what did I do? Luke Ryan, Into Liam, Liam Ryan, 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 yeah. Luke, Liam Henry, yeah. Do you see the confusion?
1: I see the confusion. But yeah, Luke Ryan is like, well, he was a defender in coach. I never watched a fair game. He was un- unbelievable. Um,
0: Liam Henry has requested a, a trade. Yeah, home. right.
1: I think yeah. Total season to forget for Frey. Let's hope they bounce back.
0: Uh, they it could just be. I've heard people say it's just a young person season. Mm. Could it be that just the lifestyle is too nice, or is it maybe <laughs> that they're not called the Quackers? Yeah,
1: potentially. I think you're interesting with a miss as a. Or Amos, as Amos. A...
0: he'll get some sort of he'll get some sort of award.
1: Yeah, at least first best first year player. He kicked forty one goals in the end. That's pretty bloody impressive, isn't it?
0: Who else would I think? Maybe Andrew Brayshaw deserves a little bit of a nod and yeah. a little bit of a thanks for carrying the team situation. Totally. You're the you're the leader of this club situation.
1: Although I don't think he was had quite as good a season as even the last two years. In my opinion, have, don't watch him much. I
0: just have memories all year of looking at the stats and going, "Oh, huh, Brayshaw had 35. Brayshaw had 33 totally. awful loss today they should be ashamed but oh what a win Yeah, maybe finished I'm... off the year in a high as well beating Hawthorne
1: totally maybe I was completely wrong with that alright yeah, next I'm team. gonna go Brayshaw yeah great and I'll go Luke Ryan next team is Geelong okay the Cats Broden had them in third I had them in fourth they finished
0: 12th Dave, <laughs> did they let us down <laughs> Why did we... That would have been the proper... I wonder if anyone who projected at the start of the year, any of these AFL media pundits, any of them made the call that they're going to drop... Their ass is going to drop out of them. I bet no one did that.
1: No, I, I think if anything, there was a lot of... I think Selwood leaving is going to hurt him more than people realise. And that was the extent of it, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I would have hoped it. <laughs> yeah. But but they... Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Because there's once again, there's points of the year where they looked... Like one of the better teams. Mm. Remember that start of year, they they started three losses or whatever. Oh, I Almost mean, was six, day... wasn't
1: it? They lost a Gold Coast, I think.
0: We, we they kept losing, yeah. And we were we were recording during a game of hawthorne Geelong. That's right. And they yeah. they and was like thirty points to nil, and so we just went with Geelong have lost, yeah. And then as we were driving home, Geelong kicked the next forty goals, <laughs> so we looked bad that day. Yeah, look, best player on that team this year, Ollie Henry.
1: Okay, that's interesting. I think Tom Stewart is their, was their only good player this year.
0: <laughs> I've only said Ollie Henry because Ollie that's the Henry. first player, that came, player <laughs> that came to my mind, if I'm being honest. The best player for them is...
1: It's Charlie Cameron, but he didn't have a great year. He did in patches.
0: Charlie Cameron?
1: Sorry, not Charlie Cameron. Jesse Cameron.
0: I thought my computer was glitching then. I was like, have I gone
1: back? No, sorry. Um, Yeah, no, Jez is their best player on their team. But yeah, I I think he went like four or five weeks without kicking a goal or something. Geelong fans will come for me because that's probably not quite right. But he was excellent in patches. Whereas I think Tom Stewart is their best player far and away.
0: Tom Stewart? Yeah. They love tall guys with long flowing hair. Yeah, they do. I think going forward, they should just get some, like, army men. You know what I mean? Just some dudes. Yeah. That will fix them up as they rebuild um, for next year. It's just some – they've got all these surfer dudes. They just need, like, a some, like a, – just, a, like, a guy with a short haircut to come in and sort shit out. Yeah. I because think. even their coach has got that Geelong haircut. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, cut that shit out. So, Do you know what I mean? I'm with you. I th- who was saying it? Daniel Hoyne, I said it the other day. He reckons they're not done yet, which is scary.
1: I mean, yeah, I, I could make an argument that they, they have a the, the couple of the best players in the competition, so I, I, I see that.
0: Tom Hawkins, one more year.
1: Yeah, one more year. And if he plays as good as this year, I think that's more than fine.
0: Yep. Sick. All right. Good on you, Geelong. All right. I well, Most people will not put them in the eight next year, and do you know what? They'll be in the eight.
1: Yeah, you're probably right. They don't stick out for long. Okay, next team is GWS, Braden, um, your team. Uh,
0: oh, they... What did I have? I had them higher than – I think I had them higher, but – let me try and remember. Okay. In the They were in the low group, yeah. but the highest of the low group.
1: You're correct. You had them in the 14th. I had them in 10th, and they finished
0: 7th. Hey, that was good from you.
1: Yeah, I, I was... I, you know, I went back on it. At first, I was like, no, nah, their list is still amazing. Like, check it out. On paper, the list is amazing. And then they started to lose, and I went away from it. I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. And then in the end, I think I was proven right.
0: Well, yeah, it was a, it was a completely volatile... You know, it was it was a guess from anyone because we didn't know how Adam Kingsley would go. And we sent new coach, they're GWS, they're off the radar, they're probably gonna rebuild. What we discovered is they're the greatest team to ever play AFL. Yeah, they're
1: up there. This was the hardest, best and fairest for me to pick. Because Why is that? my gut said Tom Green because I love Tom Green, but then my logic said Toby Green, but then I remembered Sam Taylor. And I really can't pick between the three. And even Cogs yeah. might get it.
0: Yes, Cogs. Himmelberg maybe has an argument for it. Yeah, um,
1: Himmelberg was I a lot would... better when he went down back. You know, when he played forward yes. for a bit, he wasn't quite great.
0: I think Toby Green's the greatest player to ever play AFL. Mm. So for me, it's an easy one. Toby Green's like, yes, he doesn't have all the stats. Yes, he's not the game high leading interceptor. He's not the game high goal kicker. But it's one of those cool things that he's one of those players that if the balls kick near him, I've only on opposition teams, I've only ever seen it twice now. Where so you they are in influential across the field, but if you kick to them on a one on one or even a two on one, they're just gonna win. Yeah. and that's that's magic. Mm. You go, this person is just going to win.
1: Totally, and that's
0: like that's 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 special shit, man.
1: I'm, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. How
0: would you feel about the eye gouging uh, the Carlton guy, and getting off on that? Did you see that?
1: Yeah, it was interesting. It, again, like in real time it looked a bit rough in slow motion I was like I don't think he was particularly going for the eyes it looked a bit accidental but again like yes Toby Green would have got six weeks for that so what do you think
0: Toby Green Toby Green points that's what I feel Um, yeah I I don't know I didn't think it felt did
1: you think it felt malicious like it looked malicious
0: Yeah, he went for the aisles. Definitely an eye. I reckon he went to eye gouge because he thought, and then he went, shit, I'll get in trouble for this and pulled it off pretty quickly. Yeah, right. But I think his intent was to eye gouge 100%. Yeah,
1: interesting. I didn't read it that way, but that's the thing. We'll never know, really, what his intention was. I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving along. Um, Hawthorne, you had an 18th, I had an 18th. They finished 16th, which is very good. I think that they improved those two spots.
0: Well, It's been great to see this young team of Jai Newcombs come through. Will Will Day and Jai Newcombs come through yep. and uh, be very very impressive? Um, they're they're almost like an eight team for me next year. They're probably my ruffie for next if year. If they
1: play how they, if they can sustain how they played when they played at their best, they could compete for the flag. It's <laughs> so
0: what I say to you every week, Thomas. Is the Gold Coast right? Is their best is like Hawthorne, just. Elite and you can there's gonna be a grand final between Hawthorne and Gold Coast eventually, mm-hmm. but it's just about getting that bottom up, isn't it? Yeah. Getting that bottom up. I would say they're best and fairest. John Newcomb maybe didn't play enough games.
1: Well, I think I definitely have a bit of recency bias with John Newcomb. He definitely became he was all he was good all year, but since you started talking about him, he got even better. Like legitimately, yeah, I did that. Like since you started talking yeah, about him, then he had the 176 point SuperCoach game, and yeah. yeah, So I, I don't know. Like I wasn't paying much attention. It's a battle to between
0: Will Day and Newcomb.
1: I think you're probably right because Sicily missed six games. Yes, otherwise Sicily, Sicily went to yeah, prison
0: yeah. for murder. Yeah, Sicily went to served in prison for seven years for for battery and assault. Yeah, and uh, so he can't win it. And then outside of that, I mean. Yeah, it's a mixture of just dudes with brown hair mm. Short brown haircuts Who I can't decipher Sadly. So I couldn't If you, someone asked me to draw a picture of Will Day right now I couldn't do it for you it's like that tweet that Sam Lingham shared with me the other day. If five men walked up to you on the street and told you they were Imagine Dragons, you'd have no choice but just to believe them. That's how I feel 100%. about Hawthorne. Apart from our boy uh, Max Lynch-y, yes, we all know what he looks like. But you know what Max Lynch looks like? Yeah, A Hawthorne player. Yes, totally. Uh, and uh, yes, but he'll be on the podcast soon, by the way. Great. You were there. You know that. Oh, I didn't. I've forgotten that
1: completely. I was like, when are we having Max? I was like, when are we having Max Lynch on? on? Is he coming to Sydney to record?
0: <laughs> no, we recorded with him, Thomas. <laughs> Great. Hawthorne, good on you. We'll see you next year. In the next. Can I predict who's next on the list? Yes,
1: but I've realized i fucked up and skipped a couple. So please predict.
0: Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, Melbourne's next.
1: Melbourne's next, but I was going to go back to Gold Coast because I skipped Gold Coast.
0: You, you, you missed a G. Yeah.
1: Did I even skip any others? I don't think so. Maybe I'll, we'll work it out at the end. So we'll go back to Gold Coast?
0: Gold Coast? Uh, yes. So the Gold Coast Suns, where did I have them? You had
1: them in eight. I had them in nah. fourteen, and they finished 15th. <laughs> nah. Oh, Call me an optimist. Dear. Oh, dear.
0: Did I say anything about Damien Hardwick? Because I believe <laughs> it was about two days after this that I predicted what would happen.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you yeah, went very, very early on it.
0: Um, yeah. No, they're great. And their best in Ferris this year would probably took miss probably too much. Oh,
1: well, Way too much.
0: I would say their best and fairest would have to be maybe Noah, maybe Raul, maybe... Hey, that's the huge win of the year, can I just say yeah. very quickly. Did Raul miss a game?
1: No, and he won the tackles.
0: Okay. Well, he should win. Yeah. He won most tackles ever.
1: Yeah, ever in a season or some shit. Yeah. How crazy is that? And
0: so, so he could win it on... He could win Coach's Award. That's a real, that's a real Coach's Award prize.
1: Totally. Um. um I had... Noah, But I I think Charlie Ballard should win it because I think he has become our best defender and therefore most important player. I think he's taken over Sam Collins is like the most important because he does a lockdown role while being able to do fancy intercept shit as well.
0: Uh, the best in Ferris is boring for Gold Coast. You know what I'm interested in? Best new player, best first year player, best, and most like best new player, right? Most
1: improved because Humphreys will take home the first year player, surely, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, like in that period, because I'm like, is it Mac Andrew or is it Bailey Humphreys, right? Yeah. Bailey Humphrey is going to be the best player in the AFL. Yeah, he's the Eukamish, I
1: think.
0: Yeah yeah, 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 no, that was—it's uh, probably Bailey Humphrey, and he will be like, yeah. But that's Mac what you build could you. get
1: most improved because last year I was like, I'm not sure how this is going to work. The first half of this year I was like, I hope he's doing well in the VFL. and by the end he had a role. So I think Mac would be that most Navi, improved.
0: that Navi built person, <laughs> Mac <laughs> yeah. Andrew, is the is the most exciting thing in the AFL to me. He's nine foot five. Yeah. He's built like a tree, like a, like a, like a, He looks like Groot, mm. a spindly tree. And he was just marking the ball with one, one, he would mark the ball with one hand all the time. Yeah. And then he, it got better over the year, but he would just immediately fuck the disposal yeah. up Beyond Reproach. Exactly. And, and, um, is that the phrase Beyond Reproach in that situation? I think so, yeah. I mean, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with it. Yeah. Go with uh, so I'm, I'm excited. The idea of Mac Andrew getting better next year is actually like he could surpass everyone's greatest expectations of what a footballer can be. I think he might. If he settles them.
1: Do a Pascal Siakam. You remember Piasco, uh, Pascal the, remember yeah, Siakam? Remember Pascal Siakam? From he, the Toronto
0: Raptors. Yeah. He
1: won the most improved and it was like, great. Now he's a superstar. And then he improved the same amount again. Like, yeah, literally, yeah. and I think if for um, tall
0: players, if for tall players who uh, just are natural athletes, if, if they just keep working on their game, it's scary. Like it could the equivalent in the NBA more so is Antetokounmpo.
1: Oh yeah, totally. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Because he's this, Mac Andrew is gigantic. He's fast. He's agile. He's skilled. Mm. So if he just keeps working. It could be ridiculous. It could not happen, but it's very, very huge
1: upside. 100%. If he improves at the same rate he did this year, then he'll be a serious force to reckon with. And our defense is looking the best it's ever looked. Next game? Melbourne. Next team? <laughs> Melbourne. So we both had him in first. They finished fourth.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> a good fourth. The best possible fourth you could, you could feel. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, 100%. I'm with you.
0: Like, I don't think a Melbourne fan's sitting here saying, I'm sad we're on four. No, it feels about
1: right. Like, you guys have been really good, but there's been teams who have gotten on runs even better. Like, it's been great.
0: Uh, Yes. No, I feel so much more positive about them this year than I did last year. Mm -hmm. Last year, I was just blind hope Mm -hmm. at this position of the year. I was like, maybe they figure it out. And watching watching that Sydney game, watching the Hawthorne game the week before, watching the Carlton game even... I feel re- that their system, I went back and watched the Melbourne Bulldogs Grand Final 2021 recently, mm. like the other day, um, because I have COVID. And I was like, I feel as confident about this team as I do about that team. Yeah. So that's very exciting. Even though our forward line hasn't been set, that whole year our forward line wasn't really set. Mm. Um, so I feel, I feel absolutely top notch. Best and fairest has to be Jack Viney, yes. best year he's ever played. He should be in the All-Australian, and I'm going to find the selectors, throw some haymakers.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I think Jack Viney um, should be best and fairest, but, yeah, I wonder if Petrarca gets it just because, you know, just because even though he just does what he does all the time, which makes him stand out less, but if you yep. looked at all his games in isolation, he might he might get it.
0: Simon Goodwin's favourite player is Jack Viney.
1: Yeah. Uh, he's a coach's like he player for sure. Like-
0: he he, he, uh, he loves him so much. Like, um, he will 100% win. Do you know what Jack Viney said I heard in an interview after the grand final? He walked up to Goodwin, like, the day before the grand final. He's like, I'm going to lay someone out in the first five minutes to send a message. <laughs> and they were like, go for it. <laughs> and if you look at the first bounce, yeah. is it McRae? Jackson McRae?
1: Yeah, Jack McRae. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Jack McRae. You watch it, there's a bounce and then he gets near it and Viney just lays him down. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta set an example, the,
1: I guess. Set the tone. Yes,
0: no, Viney Viney must win it. Yeah. Must win it. Yeah. Um, because he deserves it. It's the best he's ever, ever looked. Yeah. Um so yeah. Great.
1: Right.
0: M after M, it's the Nicaragua uh, <laughs> Panthers.
1: So we have North Melbourne. Um, ah. You had him in 15th. I had him in 17th. They finished 17th,
0: Broden. Congratulations. You are nailing this. You've done a really, really good job. I really
1: have. I think there's a couple of ones I really stuffed up, but so far I'm doing okay.
0: No, you've done really, really well. Yeah.
1: I think they, uh, they played exactly as expected, right?
0: But didn't I say that Clarkson would step away for half the <laughs> year for mental health reasons? I don't
1: think you did.
0: I think I did. Yeah. Uh, and their best and fairest could almost be Shezal, <laughs> like yeah. So the, the rising star could be the best and fairest.
1: I had Shezal only because LDU missed too many. But then I thought about it and I went, nah, Larky, like
0: yeah, no, it is Larky, unbelievable is Lucky.
1: year from Larky, really.
0: I feel so bad for Larky because unless they magically turn it around in a year or two, he's going to miss his prime playing for a bottom team. Mm.
1: I wonder how no, he feels no, about it. Like, does he feel like, oh, I'm kicking bags of goals and I'm showing the competition I'm serious, so I'm okay with it? Or does he want to win in finals? Probably
0: you know? complicated. I, I bet he feels really committed to the club. He's probably being paid really well. He probably likes, sees where they're going. But at the same time, like, fuck, I hate losing. Yeah. I don't want to end up like Ben Mackay as well, whose winning win-loss ratio is he's won one game to 450 games. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think that's how he feels. I hope they're more interesting and fun to talk about next year yeah
1: i think they will be all right this is one that we were both super far off on port adelaide so i had them what you had them 11th i had them 8th mm-hmm. and they finished third so i thought they'd just just sneak in you thought no nah, yep. there's no chance
0: they're one of those teams that you could never really predict that they were going to rise you had to just see it happen they're like you know the the safe bet would never have been to expect them to go up yep. they totally did um their best player for the year would have to be Butters, but he had a slow end of the year. Mm. Who is the other guy, Connor Rosie?
1: Rosie was good. I think there's Dan a Houston chance. All Australian. Yeah, Dan Houston was pretty ripper. I had Butters, I think Butters he won most courageous as well, voted by the players. I think that's the sort of player he is.
0: Who's who's their biggest risk for a Brownlow?
1: I think Butters for sure. He plays that role, I think. Like Yeah. Um yeah, interesting that Ollie Wines won it so recently, but we don't even mention him yeah. in the conversation which yeah, is yeah really yeah
0: well that's the thing Brownlow is indicative of what what does it actually mean it means you're in a team with no other good players yeah you're like yeah uh yes i uh i think probably butters yes
1: i think so and um can re resign good luck for the finals board all right <laughs> this is a funny one bro <laughs> yeah richmond you had him in second I had him in third. <laughs> What's wrong with me? And, and I had him in third as well, and they finished thirteenth. Although I remember when you had him in second, I had him in third. It was a big call from both of us. Like there was both not what the media was saying and stuff.
0: It was the it was a really that. And do you know why? That puts in context why Hardwick went again. Yeah, he was probably like this. This list is probably this is our last chance yeah. and the moment that it wasn't going to go that way it was like done it is done yeah because the Hopper really... and Taranto
1: were the, were the thing that was supposed to rejuvenate the list and those two showed up and those two played very well for most of the season but just wasn't yeah. enough really to save them they don't
0: have any draft picks anymore do they
1: no and I don't think they've nailed the picks that they've had over the last few years is the word I'm getting
0: They're... Their off-season chat was like, we can either start to rebuild now, or we can put all our eggs in these two guys and see if that rejuvenates us. If not, we're probably going to need to rebuild. That—that that was 100% the conversation. Yes. And then Brendan Gale and G and Neil Baum and everyone would have gone, great, let's do that. Yeah. it's worth taking one last hit and seeing if we can win five from what would it be five from seven or something yeah. like that? Five from six. But they put it all on from red. Six, and, four from six,
1: and they lost.
0: Yeah, uh, bummer. And they really made me look like a fool Anything. and i won't be i will i will never buy a richmond ticket again <laughs> or something i won't I'll, i won't get a membership yeah unfortunately yeah uh next year they they're gonna bottom out I yeah think. i
1: think they might um
0: whoever I, their coach is it's looking like Uze or gene suracusa i don't uh i don't feel great for them no
1: i would do i unless there's but, like, you know, these things happen. Sometimes good coaching and the people come out of nowhere. But right now, it doesn't feel good. I had Taranto as their best player, but he had an awful end of the year. Comparatively, I should say. Comparatively. And Dusty really had a great end of the year. So, I think it's either yes. Taranto or Dusty.
0: And they've lost two uh, great leaders. Mm. Uh, great. Richmond, who's next? Who
1: have you got for your BNF? you agree?
0: Oh, BNF, right. All right. out. Yeah, probably... Probably Toronto.
1: Be interesting. He was really down on form in the last like six rounds, but I think he was so good at the start.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can't think of who else will take it off him though. To be honest, nah.
1: Yeah. Dusty would be the only one. But yeah,
0: yeah. They had good patches. They had really good patches. And but um, yeah. I think I think Toronto pretty easily.
1: Mm. Okay, St Kilda Broden. This is again very interesting. You had yeah. them in seventeen. I had them in eleven. and they finished. I'm six. awful.
0: <laughs> i don't i know nothing i know nothing about football
1: you know what i think you're a real fan i think you genuinely watch more yeah. football than most people make your own judgments and that's why you're wrong yes <laughs> whereas i yes. listen to the media i get influenced by super coach, <laughs> you know <laughs>
0: why i like a big part of why i like football so much is because i'm often shocked by what happens yeah. so the story of st kilda playing finals that actually really excites me and is really cool yes And I was so wrong about it It's good to be wrong
1: in this situation
0: Yes, I was violently wrong Uh, You were off by
1: 11 spots Which is probably the (laughs) most of any of them The biggest
0: one Biggest, best player for them this year I think Couldn't tell you Like Hawthorne (laughs) Just dudes Just dudes called Jack with short hair
1: Yeah, I think Jack Sinclair Speaking of Jacks Was their best player But I think um, Rowan Marshall and Kel Wilkie Will compete as well
0: Okay, I believe you I can't, I can't, I, I don't know what any of them look like. Even, even though Max King looks like Ben King, when he plays for St. Kilda, he just looks like Jack Sinclair to
1: me. Yeah. yeah no, I hear you. It was one of those things where when we went to the Gold Coast game, I just saw Sinclair and Wilkie. They just fucked us I so hard. and I,
0: Jack Higgins that day as yeah, well. Yeah. And
1: I wouldn't shut up about it and... I think I was one of the first people to realize that these two have got the Ross Line defence locked in, and they're gonna mm-hmm. change. They're gonna change the everyone. Whole team.
0: But then, who have they got this week? Who's who's the
1: who do they have this week? They must have. They have another Melbourne team, right?
0: No, they have St Kilda. They're playing at home, and they're playing Giants. Someone they're playing Giants at the MCG, and they're like, hey, that's not our home ground. We've been robbed, which is fair Yeah. because they're not. I, I would be really surprised if they have. Maybe they will. Maybe they'll have 60,000. But they have to have over 50 to justify the move. Surely.
1: I don't know. I feel like if Gold Coast made the finals and we weren't going on tour, well, I would fly up and everything. I feel like Saints mm. fans would feel the same, right? Like, there'll be Saints fans coming out of the woodwork, doing everything they can to be at this game.
0: No, you're a very, it's a very good point. It's a very good point. They'll probably have 60.
1: Yeah, I think so. I hope, that, I hope they have 70. Um,
0: I hope they have 100. <laughs> so there. Yeah,
1: that would be sick. All right. Um, next team is Sydney. You had them in fourth. I had them in fifth. They finished eighth.
0: Fuck, they saved us at the end of the season really like, did, by yeah. making this run. Yeah. We would look like damned fools. Yeah, and
1: we talked about it all year, about how they were making us look like damned fools. <laughs>
0: Recency bias, I give it to Goulden. Me too. Uh, because he's the best player ever.
1: Yeah. Um, I think the usual ones I would think of... Uh, like your Blakey, your Heaney, your Mills—I yeah. just don't think they were as good as Golden.
0: All of them are great, but they're all unfulfilled. They all haven't reached the heights uh, that they were hoping that they would have, like a Golden. Yeah, I think they're all—they were all potential Goldens, mm. but they were silvers. I
1: think Mills <laughs> last year was better than Golden this year, but Mills just didn't have the season because of injury and yeah. all sorts of other stuff. But yeah, so I think Golden's a safe bet there.
0: Someone told me the other day that they're working for the Swans is like the best job in the AFL. And I get the vibe it is, like, to just work for them. They're really cashed up. They're in a beautiful city. They've got this whole stadium to themselves. They can go for lunch in Fox Studios. Like, mm. you know, when we performed there the other day, all that nice food. Yeah, it is nice. Like a, a, and they've got, like, cool uniform. Like, even though it's red and white, they chuck a bit of grey in there. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, nice little situation up there.
1: Yeah. Good on them. Totally. I couldn't agree more.
0: Uh... Who the fuck knows where they're going to finish next year? That's a mystery to me. So I think this have to week think about we'll tell it for four months. Yeah, this week will tell yeah. us, Bren. that <sighs> they're there at they're at the MCG against Carlton.
1: That is correct, Bren. Do you want me to double check?
0: Yeah, I feel like we've got this wrong. I feel like nah, I'm up Carl- in the yeah, s- no, you're
1: correct. Carlton Sydney at the um, MCG.
0: Carlton Sydney at the MCG. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be hot and spicy right. because the other great thing about Sydney is they have their whole South Melbourne old fan base. Mm-hmm. They'll turn up. Sydney people come down. That's going to be bar- – and then I reckon Carlton might have 10,000 or so show up. <laughs> yeah,
1: potentially. Yeah, they, This is
0: going to be great. Yeah,
1: and they're both like pretty much – I say this often – but they're both pretty much the informed teams.
0: Yeah, you know? and they're the same. Yeah. They're the same. They're like hard, hard-nosed. hard um, Should I take a call from my partner, Annie? Sure. Hello.
1: Hi. Are you busy? I'm
0: on the podcast. You're on the podcast. You're on the footy with Broden. How can I help you? Oh, fantastic. Well, um, I was just coming uh home now, and I was wondering if there's anything I could I could bring. Maybe home. yeah, lunch. What what do you think? Of, you've had lunch, have you? I haven't had lunch. Yeah, maybe uh maybe a Subway or
1: something. I don't know. It's crazy. I don't know. We,
0: we can get a delicious Subway. You tell me what you want. You can message yeah. it to me, or you can tell the podcast. Oh, what
1: do you reckon, Tom? Yeah, so I'll tell you what you're getting, Broden. Getting a chicken okay Tom's cl- telling me what I'm getting you're getting a chicken classic okay. with bacon double old English cheese le- Jesus. lettuce tomato then you're gonna get what I was to get? write this down
0: <laughs> yeah no I, I, it's a chicken classic chicken classic yeah chicken this is classic. bad this is this is hard for any this is a chicken classic I think a six inch oh okay a six inch chicken classic with with I guess I'm adding bacon yeah. a six inch chicken classic with bacon on
1: uh, uh, rye, che- rye's, rye's
0: fine, rye. Rye's fine, Rye's fine. I want to be able to go to the toilet later, Tom. Um, uh, uh, Toasted double uh, old English. Makes. Toasted double old English.
1: Double old English? Oh, yeah. No, you want this, and Chuck. And then I'll tell and you then, what
0: and then, oh, No, I don't want, I'll do my own vegetables. Okay, so you but you get, need no.
1: to build it towards mayonnaise.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So lettuce, pickles, uh, and lettuce, pickles, spinach. And then, um, and then, uh, when they're mayo, and then salt and
1: pepper. No tomato. No
0: uh, jalapeno. We'll see how much of that I remember. No. <laughs> perfect. I'll see you soon. Okay. Next and time. then hey, some cheeky cookies wouldn't go astray. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, yeah, speak I'll get to them. Two for deal. Okay. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. <laughs> Any lumsden there from the footy with brain killing? Okay. Um, next, next team.
1: West Coast. You had him in sixteenth. I had him in fifteenth. They finished eighteenth.
0: Made me look like an idiot. <laughs> Made me look like an idiot. Okay, best and fairest. Yeah. I've been saying is it Jaden Hunt, <laughs> yeah. but uh, 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 Tim Kelly didn't play enough. Uh, Darling McGovern, Shuey, all those guys. No, um, I don't know. I
1: have Oscar Allen, um, what are, because
0: yeah, Oscar Allen. Yeah, yeah. Remember
1: was. how we were talking about like goals per win as being an adjustment, like last week. To work out how many Larky had kicked per game or whatever, Larky had like yeah. seventeen goals per win or whatever, but Alan had like twenty six goals per win or something. Okay. Oh, well, so because okay, yeah. only one well, he twice. wins it. So I think
0: he'll be the king of Perth. Yeah,
1: I think he's he's their best player for sure this year. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah. okay, I take that. But otherwise, we've that. talked
1: to death about them. There's nothing else to say. I can't,
0: I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't talk about them anymore. Yeah, totally. Until they do something else. Yeah, come on.
1: Okay, so last team, have I skipped anyone? It was Bulldogs the last one. Hope not. I think we've talked about everyone. We talked about Essendon. and that's yeah. all we need to make sure.
0: Yeah. So you had him
1: yeah. in. <laughs> Hanson Yeah. Them. You had him in 10th. I had him in 13th. They finished 9th. Mm. Yeah. So I thought they would drop off and clearly I was wrong. In fact, I think they ended lower than they should have.
0: Best player.
1: I had Bont or English, but Liba should win it. Bont. Yeah. Bont, surely. Has right? to be Bont. I mean, English Has had a bond. pretty crazy year statistically but yeah did Bond
0: finish out the year in a way that's going to give him Brownlow contention or did he fizzle out
1: I believe so because I don't believe the hype that Nick Dacos was on on as many points as he was I think Bond should win the Brownlow I'll be astounded if he doesn't and everyone will be like you're an idiot Tom
0: yeah well that's how I'm thinking that's what I think right now that's how I feel yeah Uh, um, But I agree, I think Bond's going to get it. It's a bizarre time for them. They could come out and just be like, wow, 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 next year. They could be one where you tip them like a Richmond last year where they end up finishing second. Yeah, that's what I would do if I was doing it now, yeah.
1: Who knows? Yeah, who knows?
0: They're going to keep him as a coach, though, unless something crazy happens, which the AFL, this is why I love it, crazy shit happens every day. But they're making big decisions right now. Like It's Monday, the first week of the finals, they're sitting down. Their players are all on break now. They're going. What the fuck do we do to make us good again? Yeah. So, they got a lot of time to think about it. They've got a good, nice, big, hefty preseason to think about it. But they have been sliding more and more every year. Mm-hmm. Every year, you're like, oh, they'll they'll be here. And they drop off a little bit. Drop off a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Maybe we're maybe we're foolish for thinking that they are still good. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I th- I think they're going to be great.
0: Sick. What's the next segment?
1: Okay, so now I quickly would like to...
0: uh, Whatever you're saying, I want you to give it echo and uh, like a cool vibe though, okay? Okay,
1: so next Next segment segment is acknowledging the winner of our tipping competition.
0: Wow, that was sick. I feel like you gave yourself more than you would have given me.
1: (laughs) Not true. Um, So Draper's Ball Z. So Talia Ranger was winning all year. Oh no, I feel bad for Talia But um, Beth from Drapers Ball Z just came in and won it at the end So congratulations, Beth. Beth
0: What do we, What do we give Beth?
1: Oh, should we give something? Um, yeah, I don't know what Well, Beth emailed us the other day, so they're a listener Why don't we send something, because we'll be in Sydney I'll go to a post office Before. I'll, I'll get something <laughs> Sydney-ish and I'll send it to Beth yeah.
0: You know what I'm going to bring up now though, don't What are you going to bring up now? So at the start of the year, we were doing love advice or whatever, yep. and we gave out free things. Yep. We had a soap, a toothbrush, yep. a, what, a coasters, yep. and a pen.
1: Hmm.
0: And you're like, I'm sending them out. Yep. And they, are, well, they were in your office, and I took them because I was going to bring them on stage, and I forgot.
1: Right, because yeah. I walked into my office, I was like, where the F did they go? Because every time I see them, I'm like, oh, God, I've got to send those.
0: <laughs> We're not going to send them out at all now. Because <laughs> you you've got you them. That's Because you've You blame me. I'm blaming you. Me you anyway. had them for
1: fucking nine months. I was going to send them out this week because I went to the post office many times.
0: What kind of shit organization is this? It's a pretty shit organization. If we
1: were Triple M, they'd be get we'd be getting sued. That's true, Tom. but there's no terms and conditions on this.
0: <laughs> They're sitting over there. I've got them still. Right, you we'll can send, send them me. out in five years' time. Yeah, send
1: them out. Nah, no, I'll send them out in two months when I get back from uh, London and um, yeah, West. bullshit. <laughs> I will. It'd be funny if I actually do it. Um, so right. that's yeah, that. Congratulations,
0: second. Drapers Ball Z. Yeah,
1: which is a fantastic name. we've talked about on on the podcast before.
0: I remember, I remember Draper's Ball Z. Um, in the last round, yeah, Draper's Ball Z ended up, or oh, tr- drawing with Ash. you gotta, you got to mention Ash CKC. There's no drawing. You've got though. the same. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying Draper's Ball Z, Beth won it on margin. Oh, right. But Ash CKC won by, what's the margin there? Like six six th- 673 to 711. So they won by, what is that? 37, 38. I don't even know how you're getting were, this up.
1: They, the website's not even working for me.
0: So, <laughs> Well, it's because I have great internet in my home. Yeah, wow. So Ash was very close. Talia, very disappointingly, dropped down by one. Dobby, Matt with a hat, CJ Swags, they, they all were close. But the, I think great performances from everyone mm. there. I, I could only dream of that. I, in the end, clear loser. Really? I was a game clear of not copying Broden. Uh, I think he changed his name from copying Broden to not copying right. Broden. Uh so I don't know what his game is. And where was your Michael. overall
1: rank? Did you manage to finish last across the entire Uh
0: my overall rank I could not I could not shake a uh, 45 people. Right. 45 people beat me in the end, but I, that look, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's 45 other people who, who are doing exactly what I'm and doing. And
1: you only started to try and lose like halfway through the season or something, didn't you?
0: Yeah, no, it was about five I gave up pretty quickly to be <laughs> honest, but uh, there was 5 people who were out from the start baying for blood and i finished th- exactly 322 300 Gross. Th- so 45 people better than me
1: well done braden congratulations Right. And it
0: was a great year of tipping. Next year, I'm going to go for it. Yeah. I'm going to go for yeah, it next until year. You I feel really confident. I have a about couple it.
1: of zeros and you're like, actually, I'm trying to <laughs> and lose. I'm
0: back on board. Yes, actually. And then I'll do that 100%. All right.
1: Next segment, I want to read just an email from Oliver, our stat man from Canberra. We can't really do the stat man over Riverside, can we? No. Do you want to do get a bit of
0: a cl- No. <laughs> okay. You just put it over, put some karaoke over, and we'll just hope it sounds All the right. same. Because you know how I got perfect yeah, pitch? Yeah, you just have a very Tom? good pitch, yeah. I'll do Statman, the real one. Yeah. And then I'll do Statman and then I'll do Starman. Okay. I'm a Statman. He's a Statman. Is that? Yeah. And then there is... There's a Statman waiting in the sky. I can't wait to hear these back.
1: <laughs> Great. Okay, so um, Oliver sent an update. He says, hi, Broden Oliver. Tom. This is our Statman from Canberra.
0: Who the fuck is Oliver? I've never heard of this c- before in <laughs> yeah, my life.
1: Yeah, he does. This is the person who does the uh, commentator bias stats for us. Oh, yes, beautiful Oliver. We love Oliver. Yeah, Oliver, Statman from Canberra. Okay, I managed to do a couple of games over the last two weeks. You kept going on about how you wanted a Collingwood game. So finally, oh. we have a Collingwood game. I've developed a new metric which takes into account the results of the match. <laughs> We'll spare you the details. I,
0: I imagine him as the scientist from the Muppets with Beaker as his assistant. Oh, yeah,
1: that's funny. We'll
0: spare you the... I've developed... A, and he's got... I've developed a new model. <laughs> yeah, that's what I imagine.
1: We'll spare you the details, but basically for every goal a team wins by, there is expected to be around four extra positive comments for that team. This will change Fair. as more data comes in. Okay. The round 23 Collingwood versus Brisbane game appeared to have some bias towards the pies. Would you believe it, Brendan? Mm-hmm. Brisbane won by four goals. So there was expected to be more positive positivity about them. But BT and Richo both had more positive things to say about Collingwood than Brisbane.
0: Fuck you Richo and fuck you Brian Taylor, you im you partial fuck. <coughs> what are you doing? Brisbane des- this is bi- when people say Vic bias, show them the stats yeah. that my beautiful my beautiful Oliver has put together for
1: us. Exactly. So BT questioned the umpire five times in favour of Collingwood compared to only once in favour of Brisbane.
0: And who did he fucking play for?
1: Collingwood. Did he actually? Yes. Wow. Brayshaw and Hodge were quite balanced, if anything, biased towards Brisbane. Yeah, all right. The other thing to note in this game was BT breaking his own banter attempt with uh, with a record seven. He's the clear league leader... With an average of four per match, next highest is Hodge with 2.5. Much of this was brought on by Robertson playing shirtless.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been huge. He would have loved that. That would have really brought him to life. <laughs> the, this is the un, this is only the stats we have as well, which is scary. Like, what is his career-high <laughs> funny attempts, you know? 100%.
1: He's clearly the worst. All right. And then um, Oliver also did Sydney-Melbourne. Okay, and it was one...
0: oh, this is great. I would love this because I was got. I said every time I tweeted, yeah. every time Luke Darcy, every time Melbourne does something good, Luke Darcy sounds like he's commentating nine eleven. Yeah, right.
1: So Oliver said that it was one of the most unbiased commentated games recorded. No, yeah,
0: no, I don't accept that. Ollie said
1: BT Darcy and Daisy were very even in their call, with only Sean Burgoyne being very negative with the Swans. He had nine so he negative suffered. comments about the Swans compared to only six positive comments.
0: Oliver's corrupt. He's always been corrupt. Who did you say was super... Darcy. Oh, Darcy, right. Luke Darcy.
1: And then he said... Here's what... I, here, yeah, go.
0: Okay. No, you finish. Okay.
1: Just another one. BT broke Brayshaw's record for most wrong players called with four. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Here's my thinking, right? Yeah. We need quarter by quarter. Okay. Because when a games in contention it's like umpires you know how when one like the umpires are calling one way then they do that leveling out in the last quarter thing because yep. they know that oh shit we been, it's been really going you know west coast's way we need in the last quarter when it's over to really give it give a few mulligans away yeah yeah, yeah. so i want to know what the calls were like in the first second and third when the game was on the line because when Melbourne was winning in the back end and we won by 25, 30 points or whatever it was. Then they just start going, Well, Melbourne's great. Melbourne's good. I like Melbourne cool. to get, they're levelling it back out. So that's just my, I, I, I accept all of us to say, I'm sorry I said that they were corrupt. <laughs> I was a bit heated, but I would love, I want quarter by quarter. Yeah.
1: All right. Final little segment. Um, if you're not interested in supercoach, Then you can switch off now Thank you for being with us for the season <laughs>
0: Alright I'm ducking out See you, mate
1: <laughs> I wanted to do Yeah Broden literally If you don't have anything to say Feel free I wanted to do <laughs> A super coach wrap up One because people often ask me Like how did I go And all that sort of stuff But my secret weapon Broden Is this yeah. Right now Is when I choose next year's team
0: Right yeah. now So
1: that's always been my secret weapon For the last 10 years
0: Well, that's Dwayne Russell with SEN's tipping. He tips it at the start of the year, and I think he's won.
1: Exactly. So I think that there's too much preseason hype. Obviously, you have to pick your rookies and stuff next year. Like, all that sort of still happens, and I will make adjustments. But mostly, I sit down now when the knowledge is fresh, when I've learned my lessons from this year, and I write them down. So I ended up finishing. You can hear my washing's done. Oh, great. Congratulations, Braden. So I ended up finishing 5,300th, which was a little bit disappointing. Out of, out of what? Out of 190,000.
0: Um, I'm going to turn my washing off. So I'm, you just keep talking about this Yeah, well, uh, i shit. keep talking about
1: it. So I finished 5,300th. Um, I, I like to finish top 5,000, but I finished the year on a massive high and I got 2780 for my last round score, which was um, rank 1,000th. I think that was my best round by far. So I wanted to talk about what my biggest mistake of the year was, because it's always good That's to- That's
0: so interesting. <laughs> yeah,
1: Brad hasn't been listening for the last 30 seconds. So it's always good to go, what was your biggest mistake of this year? And I did a major stuff up in round 12. So in round 12, it was a buy round, I believe. And I traded out Van Royen, JVR, because I thought that he was on the bubble and I thought he would best to trade out, right? He went on that round to score 106. <laughs> And I copped a donut because I didn't trade out another rookie who wasn't playing. So that was just... that was
0: at the end for you? That was
1: so stupid. Like, if I had kept JVR, I probably would have an extra couple of hundred grand in the bank. I would have an extra probably 200 points in the bank. Just a huge stuff up. Just so dumb. I think I traded him in for a North player who wasn't even playing that weekend.
0: Remember when I talked about how I was watching Tottenham and you were like, where do you find the time? Yeah.
1: When the fuck have you been doing this? Well, this is the thing. And people often write in, like, how's Tom Supercoach going? We never get an update. So that's why I thought, you know what? Season wrap up. I'm going to give you a whole bunch of Supercoach stuff. All right. Fair enough. So here's my... I've got my gut notes. And then I've got a bit of notes on, like, the stats, right? Yeah. So we're talking about who to pick for next year. LDU is your first pick. He was... Probably the best super coach performer this year, but his average was brought down by injury. When he went off for injury, when he came back a bit slow yeah. for injury. So Aldi, you was a lock. John Newcomb is a lock. He, if he's not picked in your team, then you're crazy. He had 176. He's proven he's got a huge ceiling, and he will be very underpriced because he's been a bit inconsistent. He could have a big breakout year next year. Yeah, yeah. Next one is McCluggage. McCluggage uh, average was super low. Because he played out of position until Ashcroft went down. So, since Ashcroft went down, he's been huge for Supercoach. So And I think he will just play that role next year. So, McLaggart should be... Do you be reckon, or first.
0: do you want to go back to how it was and you shouldn't but get... I don't think
1: Ashcroft will play next year, I don't think.
0: Oh, really? Is he that bad? Um,
1: ACL is usually an entire season, isn't it?
0: Well, it means season if it's like halfway through, but that might... He might- be uh four weeks in kind yeah, of right, thing, okay. maybe. Like, it's 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 a season if it's mid-season, yeah, right. but maybe not. Yeah,
1: okay. I thought it was yeah. a full 12 months, which would mean, yeah, around 20 or something. Um, Yeah, so I think McCluggage, if 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 Ashcroft isn't back or if they don't pick up another gun midfielder. And then yep. next one is Luke Jackson must be picked if he's number one ruck.
0: Uh-huh. So if Darcy... Sean Darcy's the other one. There's rumours that... Well they're like people are waiting. Yeah. What's he gonna is he gonna ask for a trade yeah, on? so if
1: he gets traded, Luke Jackson is brought in immediately as probably next to Tim English as your second rock. Okay. If Sheasel now, what, what's something that happens with Supercoach is if you had a rookie that you picked last year and they've gone up three hundred thousand, you don't want to pick them again because you're like, Oh, he's so expensive this year, I don't want to pick him. If Sheasel stays yeah. listed as a defender, you must pick him.
0: What if he has a second year drop off that happens a lot of the time? Yeah,
1: and that's the thing that people will say as well. And I would say that he's gone over and above the role. If he stays in defense, if he keeps that role, like it's it's not cheap possessions, that's what people will say, but it's a high possession sort of role. I think yep. that he should be a lock if he stays as a defender. Okay. Next one is Bailey Smith. He's a huge watch. He had a massive drop-off this year, and if he gets traded or if something happens at the Dogs, I think he should be very highly considered, especially if he's listed as a forward next year.
0: I don't like him not in a Bulldogs Guernsey. No, I have do. I like. think he needs to be a Bulldogs Guernsey. I would be horrified if he was in a Collingwood Guernsey. Wouldn't mind him in a Hawthorne Guernsey. Um, but yeah, yeah. Ooh, I, th- I see I see- he's a doggie in my head.
1: Yeah, um, I think Geelong was the other one who... Chasing him, which would make July that much better. Which is, I would,
0: annoying. I would not enjoy no. that.
1: Um,
0: I don't want that to happen. No.
1: And then the last one from the heart, I had.
0: He's going to Geelong. Yeah, he he's hundred percent going to Geelong. <laughs> so Sean Darcy and him to Geelong. Yeah,
1: probably. But I mean, potentially, that's why they'll be up there again. And then I had Grundy. If Grundy is traded to somewhere where he's the number one ruck, he will be so cheap, and I think he will be really hard to pass up so that might be a luke jackson grundy yeah. double hit in the ruck for my super two rucks
0: show. don't work <laughs> two rucks don't work um i love him at sydney and i there was talk that he's happy to move in the state now but he's happy with port i, I think if, if if Brody grundy went to sydney that would be so
1: good yeah that would be awesome and and port to be honest like either or to be honest i think would be amazing Yeah, yeah. All right. So, the other thing I wanted to talk about was the thing I do at this time of the year as well. I look at who was the biggest movers price wise in a downward trajectory. So, you look Mm. at who lost the most money. And then there's people like Koch in there who lost 300 grand across the year, you know, and you're like, he's retired, whatever. So, I went through and pulled out the ones that I thought were noteworthy. So, Callum Mills dropped like 200 grand in price. Wow. So, if Callum Mills is looking in form and having a good preseason, I think that's a buy. Um,
0: he's a tagger now, isn't he? He tagged Oliver the other day. Yeah,
1: I don't know. Like, it's it's just weird. But, like, he was just, like, almost the best supercoach player last year and he wasn't this year. So, he's a watch. Jack McRae, who we spoke about earlier, he's a huge watch. Took Miller is a huge watch. Took dropped so much. Took, sorry. Dropped so much price this year because of injury and just coming back from a really nasty stuff. So, if he's back to... Oh,
0: you got to pick yeah, him
1: up. He yeah, he could be a really underpriced uh, thing. Same with um, Lucky Neal. Um,
0: Has Oliver dropped at all?
1: No, Oliver, no. Because the the game that he got injured, he still scored well. And then since he's been back from injury, he still scored well. So now Oliver is just still averaged like the fourth best in the competition. Oh, my God. And then I think um, Jeremy Cameron is one to watch. Like he's – normally you don't like full forwards. You like forwards that run into the midfield. But he's quite cheap and he's known to kick bags and score hundreds. So I think Jeremy Cameron. And then the last one I had – was Jack Steele. Jack Steele did not play anywhere near his best. He's been one of the best Supercoach scorers every year for like the last four or five years and he was not good at Supercoach this year so he's a big watch.
0: This is the most work you've ever done for the podcast ever. This is well, this so is much, a year's uh, worth detail. of
1: stuff. I nuffy stuff that I'd love to talk about, but you know, I just held my tongue. But you, you, no, you got bring it. You're not in the room this week, Braden, so you, you know, you can't stop yeah, I, me. I can't control it. <laughs> and in the last, no, you should do it. You keep do more of this. Yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk about was something I do at this point of the year. As I go, okay, who was out for the year with injury, and who's going to come back next year? So I went through the Boy, injury yeah. list, and the only obvious one was Zach Williams. Zach Williams is going to be. A huge watch for next year. He's yes. going to be super cheap. He's missed a whole season. Um, I think he'll slot straight into Carlton. He should be great. And then the other two that sort of might work is Nat Fife. He missed a lot of injury again. Yeah. A lot of people picked him up this year, underpriced. If he plays on and he's healthy, he <laughs> he might be as cheap as a rookie. Yeah. And then Tom Doty as well. From or is that how you say Doty?
0: Doty doty. Do, do, do. From Adelaide, do
1: when when he plays well, he scores very well in SuperCoach. But he's yeah been injured and and missed a bit. So if he's back next year and fully fit, I would he's think, a good one.
0: I would think Harry Petty is a lock for a full four next year for Melbourne, and I don't know if he's cheap or not. But he um he would he might kick four three or four a game all year.
1: Yeah, how good would that be?
0: So put that in your pocket. I don't know if he's cheap or whatever. Do goals get you good Supercoach points? They do,
1: but if you only kick goals, it's probably not enough. You get like 12 points per. So if you kick... So Charlie Curnow's not good? No, like that's the problem, isn't it? Like, And that's why Supercoach doesn't always work out. Whereas like Texas had a a few crazy games. But if you take six marks and kick six goals, you have a right to be the best player in the competition because that's so hard to do. Yeah, But your Supercoach score will be like 100. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it won't be... 200 right So yeah Any others Wonder that you can think that. of Brandon that you're like No nah, no nah, next year This is a, a massive buy
0: No Because I don't know how it works But Like I'm just thinking of players Who are injured Who could come back And be fantastic mm. um, There are Ones out there um, I can't think of them Right now though. Yeah
1: I think Matt Rau Potentially could be a watch as well Like He just had a fantastic Is he still season. cheap um, Should come back strong Is he Is he cheap He'll be, I don't think he was great super coach wise this year. Like he'd be handy to have, but he wasn't like superstar and he might gotcha. get back to superstar levels. Or if he doesn't next year, then he probably never will, right?
0: I mean, the thing you do, right, is any team with a new coach next year is on any gun players from that team is like risky, but really high upside picks. Yeah, like Dimmer Hardwick might just go, Matt Rao, you are a fucking clearance player. And he might go instead because I believe he did a bit of tagging.
1: Oh, recently, totally. No, so. no. He definitely had a shutdown role, a tackle role, totally.
0: And then who is the, who else is the new coaches? So, Richmond uh, would Richmond, be interesting. So Richmond, you just go like a, a Hopper or Taranto or I don't know, someone else. You go like who's the one who's he's going to back in the middle there. Well, what I thought was then, interesting about
1: Richmond is Daniel Rioli at times scored amazingly in Coach. I don't know why. I don't know enough about it. But if you could work out why, and if he's gonna change roles into maybe a midfield or something, then Daniel Rioli yeah, yeah. would be a huge lock.
0: Love that. Sick. Right. That's a very that's a very good super coach wrap up. Well yeah, done. Dan, email
1: me your thoughts, please, because I'm nuffy this stuff.
0: Yeah, I love that. Sick. Anything else we wanted to cover before the big one on Thursday? No. I think we've got to save a lot to talk before like Thursday. Will be our big. Here come the finals. Here we go.
1: I think so. Situation.
0: Yeah. Situation. Um, in the meantime, I want to say we are carrying this through over the summer break now, thanks to Quiz who are uh, going to help us do it. So huge thanks to Quiz Quizzes book book good. <laughs> they're, they're fans of the pod and they were like, "Oh, it will go support." Them. Yeah. So thank you to Quiz. Let them know they're cool. Yeah. Stop doing it to me. <laughs> you can do it to them as well. Yeah, they think you're, and the fans post. think
1: you're COVID now, bro. Not cool.
0: I broaden is COVID. I don't I'm not COVID. <laughs> I had COVID, but I don't anymore at the release of this. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. It's been a fun year, but there's four more weeks to go. Bounce that pile. <laughs>